Hi everyone, welcome back to the Simply Commercial Podcast. I'm your host Ryan and today I'm going to be taking a look at what exactly the stock market is, the impact that COVID-19 has had on it and an introduction to public and private equity. I just wanted to add that none of the following is financial advice and you should always do your own research before investing. So, what exactly is the stock market? To summarise, it's where shares of publicly listed companies are traded. A share is a share of ownership of a company. If you own a share, you own a part of that company. A publicly listed company is one whose ownership is delegated via shares of stock, which are traded via the stock exchange or over-the-counter markets. A private company does not offer its stock to the general public on the stock exchanges. A stock exchange is simply an exchange where financial instruments, such as stocks, can be bought and sold, for example, the New York Stock Exchange on Wall Street. An over-the-counter market is directly between two parties, without the supervision of an exchange. Many people believe that buying shares over a stock exchange is a relatively new introduction to our modern world. However, that is far from the reality. Way back in 1602, the first stock exchange in Amsterdam came into existence, providing investors with the first initial public offering. An initial public offering, usually referred to as an IPO, is the first time that shares of a private company are offered to the public. This was for the Dutch East India Company, who profited from spices and slavery and returned some of these profits to their investors in the form of dividends. A dividend is simply a distribution of profits by a company to its shareholders. Since then, this market has expanded exponentially, with more than 60 major stock exchanges existing around the world today. Founded in 1792, the New York Stock Exchange is now the largest, boasting an equity market capitalization exceeding $25.3 trillion as of June this year. Equity market capitalization simply represents the total value of all shares traded on that particular exchange. With the vast array of stock exchanges, it has become more accessible than ever for anyone with internet access and spare finances to begin investing in the stock market. However, what is there to gain for an investor, and why do companies want to sell shares to the general public? By buying a share, generally an investor has three potential outcomes. Number one, the share goes up in value. Number two, the share goes down in value. And number three, the share does not change in value. For all three outcomes, the investor has two choices, to sell the share or to continue holding it. A typical investor buys a share in the hopes that its price will rise and they can sell it for more than they bought it for. However, the investor can only sell their shares if there is another party willing to purchase it at that price. The difference between the two prices is the investor's profit. Businesses typically sell shares in their company for one main reason, money. There's a multitude of reasons why a company may want to increase their amount of available finances, for investment back into the business, for research and development, for expansion, the list goes on. Both the investor and the company share a common interest, the desire for the other to generate income for them. With this shared goal of making money in mind, how likely is it that by purchasing a share in a company, an investor will actually see a profit? Picking individual companies to invest in is risky. By placing all of your investments into a handful of companies, an investor is gambling that these selected businesses will perform well in the future. While some companies may be considered safe bets, there is no telling what the future holds. If the worst case scenario occurs, investors could have the majority of their portfolios wiped out if they have only invested in a handful of companies. What is a safer option is to invest a smaller percentage of an investment into a wider range of companies. This is possible through an index fund. Take the Standard & Poor's 500, also known as the S&P 500. It is a market capitalisation weighted index meaning that the components are weighted according to the total market value of their outstanding shares. The S&P 500 tracks the performance of 500 large companies listed on stock exchanges in the United States. 
By investing in this index, an investor is purchasing a tiny proportion of all of the 500 companies within this index, including Apple, Amazon and Facebook. With an average annual return of 10% since its inception in 1957, many investors see this as a much safer yet still profitable option. Taking the S&P 500, we can see just how much of an effect COVID-19 had on the market. Between the 4th and the 11th of March 2020, the index dropped a whopping 12%. On the 12th of March, it fell a further 9.5%, which was its steepest one-day decline since 1987. Overall, from the 19th of February 2020 to the 23rd of March 2020, the index declined a huge 34%. However, by the beginning of April 2020, the index had already begun to recover, and by the 20th of January 2021, had reached a new record high of 3,849.62. At the time of writing, the index now sits at 4,441.68. If an investor invests in the S&P 500, this could be referred to as equity. Equity simply means the assets or security representing an investor's ownership in a company. Equity represents the value that would be returned to a company's shareholders if all of the assets were liquidated and all of the company's debts were paid off in the case of liquidation. In the case of acquisition, it is the value of the company's sale minus any liabilities owed by the company not transferred with the sale. There are two types of equity, public and private. If shares in a public company are owned, this qualifies as public equity. The ownership of shares in a private company is known as private equity. In regards to private equity, there is no obligation for any information to be published regarding the stocks. However, in public equity, information about the stocks is provided to the public. Typically, the target audience for private equity are high net worth buyers, whereas for public equity, the general public is targeted. Shares that are classed as private equity can only be bought, sold and traded among the shareholders of the private company or typically members of the public with a high net worth but only after the validation from the founder. There are two options when investing in a private equity firm. Number one is venture capital, and number two is leverage buyouts. Venture capital concerns investing in startups or newer businesses with the belief that they will become a large player in that industry. In a leverage buyout, investors will invest in the target firm or completely buy the firm. There are a number of pros and cons for both public and private equity. Regarding private equity, there is less regulation, yet investors have to gain the founder's consent before trading. The advantage of public equity is its accessible nature, however it is controlled by much more stringent regulation. Due to its accessibility, public equity is certainly more common among average citizens, for instance investments into the S&P 500. With a convincing recovery of the index over the past few months, it would seem that the world seems to be returning to pre-pandemic normality once again.